I don't want to set the world on fire. I just want to start a flame in your heart. In my heart, I have a Welcome back, everyone. The greetings from Beyond Radio. Um, we had our first initial episode for season two with uh, our incredible guest and great friend, Andrew Perron. Um, and then we went through a dry spell there where we had one guest, not going to name the guest, that uh, canceled due to a hurricane and then had to cancel due to the fact that they were still at work. Uh, but unfortunately, these things happen, and today is no different. Guess what? Because initially, our first guest was supposed to be Scott Tipperman from Ghost Hunters International. He woke up this morning with strep throat and was not going to be able to make it, so he bowed out at the last minute. And uh, my producer went ahead and posted this. Hey, anyone want to be on Greetings from Beyond Radio? And lo and behold, who better to answer the call than my good friend of over a decade it's hard to believe it's been a decade chance hancock uh we've actually been up you know literally helping each other on cases we've met but we've never worked cases together other than over the phone uh we were about to do that this past summer but unfortunately due to contractual obligations that i have um i wasn't going to be able to do it because it's going to be something that's going to be on tv uh, so that being said, you know, uh, unfortunately, also Vicky had to bow out. Unfortunately, please take a minute to say a prayer for her uh, and her friend who just lost her husband last night, tragically. And uh, she's there now comforting her. And uh, my prayers and thoughts go out to Vicky and her friend, most of all. But on such a depressing and somber mood i'd like to just break out of this and who better to do this than chance hancock so let's bring chance onto the air with me he's going to be my guest and my host <laughs> for the for the day <laughs> how yeah, you doing brother i i was gonna wear a wig you know but i just i felt it was inappropriate so. I, I i told you, you 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 needed to return my wigs and i i haven't seen one back yet so you know hey, look I will return your wig when you quit bowing out of investigation, you know. On, <laughs> dude, I mean, that was like literally last minute. <laughs> no, dude, I get it. Only fans, you make a lot of money doing it, but you know, sometimes... <laughs> I oh, oh, I wish. Woo! Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Um, Chance. You should see his dowsing rod. Pretty impressive. I know. Hey, I know. It is. It is. It's. <clears throat> but anyways, uh, so yeah, how about them dolphins? I know, um, right? I don't. From the I mean, they could have won that game. They stopped Kansas City from scoring in the in the third and fourth quarter, and they started yeah. scoring, and then they just yeah. Uh, anyways, off subject, man. You know, <laughs> you you. By the way, you have my producer's favorite movie on your shirt right there. Let me tell you, Jaws, my all time favorite she, movie. Yeah, Dude, she. My mom. I have a a actual connection with with the Jaws films, which I've told you about this before. Yeah, my mom was the person who prepped all the boats for Jaws too. And so my mom was the one that was getting the you know them ready and set for every time they were doing her shots of filming waxing them to make you know make them look shiny for certain shots and stuff like that so yeah it, it jaws just it's kind of in the family and it's my all-time favorite movie so a little a little test here you know what island what was the name of the island oh amity ah whoa wow you got it <laughs> yeah Jaws Enterprise. Okay. Yeah, the, the actual movie was shot in Martha's Vineyard, but Jaws 2, a lot of it was shot in Pensacola Beach right here in Florida. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't know that. That, that I didn't know. Okay. Yeah, well, you it makes movie, sense. Uh, when you watch Jaws 2, when you see the lighthouse and all that, where they found that killer whale chewed up on the beach, that was at Pensacola Beach. Look at that. Well, you see, we, we, we just, you know, you gave us a little history on, on your mom helping out with that movie and yeah. one of the most successful Steven Spielberg movies of all time. Next to E.T. and, I don't know, Close Encounters of the Third Guy and all that stuff. Oh, geez. Yeah. So, a little bit about you. I mean, what, what really got you started investigating the paranormal in the first place? When I was a kid, I lived in a house in Bradenton, Florida. And there was a lot of, from what I can remember, because I was very young, there was a lot of like negative activity that happened in that home. Um, I was actually pulled out of my bed um, when I was eight years old. Um, not like in the movies, like dragged down the hallway, nothing like that. Crazy, but I was definitely yanked out of my bed. Right, right, right. And um, now my dad at the time was married to my stepmother, for lack of a better term. Um, so I'm trying to keep it clean on your show. Uh, she was a very negative person, very bad person. And I have a feeling that she kind of drug all that in as years have gone. I learned more about the paranormal. I of think course, of course, what instigated it. Yeah. So, you know, of course, back then, you know, just as well as I do, bro, you couldn't talk to anybody about that kind of stuff or you're deemed crazy or whatever the case may be. So I, as I got older, man, started doing my own research, you know, a lot of studying, reading books, you know, on the subject. Uh, taking in every bit of information I could, you know, and then as I got older, started, you know, investigating with other teams. And then I got where I was able to lead my own, obviously. And uh, it's been that way ever since, man. You know, it's, it's been a long and, and uh, interesting journey. Yeah. I remember the first time talking to you, <laughs> it was a mutual client. Mm -hmm. uh, that you and I both had come in contact with. Uh, <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm being nice. And uh, we were just comparing uh, war stories. Yes. I guess. Yeah. And, and like, 
did she say this and 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 did she claim that and you're like yeah and she also claimed this and this i'm like yeah and before you knew it you and i just struck it up i mean we were on the same vibe and i'm like oh, i yeah. didn't know my mom had another kid you know what the hell uh, yeah i'm i'm telling you bro it's like we had that just instant connection and bonded you know been friends ever since and it's been oh yeah definitely over a decade it's been uh about 16 years almost wow okay and yeah doesn't that make you feel old? I mean, <laughs> dude, waking up in the morning, getting out of bed makes me feel old. <laughs> You're not a pop, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and and uh, Rice Krispies has nothing to do with the snap, crackle, pop. I'll tell you that much. Oh, um, absolutely not, man. Got to have an argument where you're back and go, look, you're going to have to fill in today and stand up, you know? <laughs> yeah, that, that's why it's ironic you mentioned that. That's what I've been dealing with for, what, uh, about a month and three weeks now. And I, I already have two herniated discs, and I guess the change of weather, going from Florida to, you know, Utah, dry, yeah. cold, I'm not, my body's like, what, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> it's like, I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> I'm not used to this, man. I Seriously, I'm, I'm to the point to where I'm falling apart. You know the feeling. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Not not telling on your age, but you're right up there with me. And, oh, yeah. oh uh, I'll say it flat out, man. I'm 50. You know? Okay. So you still have what, uh, as of next week, four more years to catch up to me. So you're uh, 54. I will be. I will Dude, be. I thought this whole time you were younger than me. No, 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 no. That's really? why I, when, when you when I saw Jaws on your, on your shirt, I was like, I love that movie. I actually went to go see it. In the theater, and yeah, uh, <laughs> you were still a wee little baby. Oh, okay. I, was, I was a baby, bro. Yeah, I was, were, I was yeah, a little, munchkin little, little little munchkin. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna be 54, still 53 for this week. But uh, uh, yeah, man, let me tell you, after 50, uh, I'm dude, doing the Peter right times my dad telling me you know because i did like you know the military and stuff you know and my dad was always telling me you need to slow down you're gonna feel that stuff when you get older and of course when you're young and stupid you laugh it off oh yeah whatever dad you know now it's like oh my god dad <laughs> <laughs> and then it comes back to haunt us it's kind of like, what's that curse what's that curse that that moms always put on their children when you have kids I hope they come out acting just like you. Exactly. And let me tell you, I've had three and they've all come out like acting like me. And I'm like, I hate that curse. Um, <laughs> woo. So, yeah, um, the last time I had seen you before I went to your studio and this is mm -hmm. back when. Um, oh, that's yeah, definitely a few years ago. When you I'm not even going to mention the name of, of that show unless you, you want to mention it. But um, <coughs> I, I remember uh, Tammy and I had gone to Key West. Yep. You were security uh, at, oh, God. Oh, don't, Sloppy don't tell Joe's. Me. Oh, you told me. Sloppy Joe's. Yep. So, let me tell you, Sloppy Joe's is creepy as hell. I mean, that thing shouldn't even be standing. But I hear a lot of haunted. Everybody calls that like the home of Hemingway, right? 
Now, the original Sloppy Joe's was actually at uh, the place called Captain Tony's in Key West. It did move. Yeah, Yeah, it's like right around the corner. And what happened was all the power went out one night. All the drunks (coughs) in the bar, including the bartender, everybody grabbed all the stuff and took it to this other building and carried on with the party because they weren't going to stop the party. And that was the building that currently is Sloppy Joe's. And that's where Sloppy Joe's came to be back in 1937. And which was the building that had that tree growing inside of it? Uh, that's Captain Tony's. That, that's Captain Tony's. Okay. Yeah, Captain Tony's. Yeah, that place is definitely haunted too, bro. Yeah, man. Well, when I saw a tree and a tombstone, I was like, well, what, what's happening here? This ain't right. Uh, and then found out the history. I was like, wow, that's really interesting. Plus, it's also the home to Robert the Doll. Absolutely. Um, I've investigated Robert the Doll when I lived down there. I've oh, investigated yeah. a lot of different locations down there. So, Dude, I was locked up with Robert the frickin' doll, okay, back in 2004 in East Martello Museum. Yep. All night long, okay? No way out, and they weren't going to let us out until the sun rose. And, you know, yeah, we for for a few experiences that we had, mm-hmm. I, I mean, other than things moving around, weird noises here and there, and I was pretty much, you know, brushing it off to, like, it's an old, you know, it, it's, oh, a, yeah. it's a fort, you yeah. know, but... It didn't help when one of the individuals that we were supposed to be training, and that's the time when I was still with Florida Ghost Team, Mm -hmm. decided to do a circle, an actual conjuring circle around Robert the doll to conjure forth whatever. And I was like, (laughs) what in the hell was he thinking? And all of a sudden we had all this activity happening. And I was like, well, at least we captured some good EVPs, but... We really didn't need to help, to be honest with you. We had already been capturing evidence there. What was your experience with Robert the Doll? Uh, Robert the Doll, I had taken a <laughs> photograph, um, you know, multiple photographs while I was in there. And Without asking I asked for permission? Uh, no, I asked for permission. Okay. But right. It wasn't until later down the line. Now, granted, we had, like, you know, like you said, kind of moderate, you know, evidence that wouldn't really say if it is or it is not, just is an uncertainty. But the one that I did have that blew my mind was, you know, Robert's in the big plexiglass case, right? Right, right. Okay, so I was taking all these photographs of Robert the Doll and everything. And it was like two days later, I started going through all the photos and stuff after I'd gone over all the video and the AVP stuff. And in the picture of the glass case where Robert is sitting is a reflection of the house that he came from. Really? Yeah. Oh God! What's the name of that house? Uh, the the Ottoman, the Ottoman house. Okay, yeah, now the, the yellow crazy, house. Yeah, and the big crazy part about that was because, of course, you know me, I got to follow up and make sure. I go back, I checked out every way possible to see if anything could have been reflected off, like a picture on the wall or something like that. There was no pictures of the house on the wall. Wow. Okay. And I started looking at the plexiglass. I took more photographs to see if maybe it was like you know maybe a light trick or something that they had done, right? Nothing could not disprove it, disbunk it. No, nothing I could do. That's what I've always liked about your style and my style. They're very, very similar. We always try to debunk yep. anything yep. and everything because you know you, you don't want to have to like present evidence and then say, "Look what I caught," and then you have someone else debunking it and you're like, "I didn't think of that. Yes. I didn't think of that either." And then you feel like an idiot. Yeah. Uh, we've always done that, and that that's yep. something that I always. Uh, liked about our style of investigating, and we did that ironically the first time we started talking about that one client, which we oh, yeah, still big time giggle about here and there. Um, 
Okay, so you've been a radio voice talent now for some time. Oh yeah. Uh, you you've been up and down that road for God ever. I mean, yep. I, I I I think you okay, I know I've known you through three different ones. Okay. Yes. There was one where you were at in an actual radio station, then there was another and you had the 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 video cameras going at all times, and there were several yep. of you. And then there was another one, uh, which I will not name the name. Oh, you can I, say it's fine. Dead X Radio, you can say it. Dead X Radio. Oh, okay. yeah. And yeah. I remember going there. It was a huge um, what was it? A, a, a set studio? We had a we have a full studio. Um the pretty much a plaza, really. Okay, um, yeah. That, so that belongs to my buddy John uh Rusnick. He was one of the guys on Dead X Radio. Yeah. And uh Great he's guy. a yeah, he's a film guy. He does a lot of different film work and everything. He just got done working with like Nicolas Cage like last week. Oh wow! And uh, he's now actually in New York doing a shoot for something else. He's always on the road, but uh, so yeah, so we did DeadX Radio from from his studios down there. Very cool. But the first radio show, show I did was the GPRN, which was on uh, an AM station down in Sarasota, Florida. Yeah. And then the very last one that I just got done doing was the one in Bradenton, Florida, which was another AM station. Okay. But our show was, you know, as we did it live, we recorded our shows and our shows were up like uploaded and run like iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, all that good stuff. Which, but, which by the it, way, we are too. Uh, I forgot to do that intro because I was so stoked that you were going to be on. I but, knew that you told me before you're on iHeart and all that. And I know that iHeart watches for language. That's why I've kept my language clean the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but now the new show that we are currently doing is Par, you know, Paraprobe is the original show that I was doing on the radio. Right. Uh, now we have gotten off of the 1490 AM station. We're now filming our talk show. And we're now going to be on Amazon Prime. Very, and very cool. Yeah, and it's Paraprobe Uncensored. Uh, we're the, I think, one of the first like paranormal talk shows on Amazon Prime. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll do season two because I, um, I, you know, I, I could very easily, and I remember we had this discussion, and I was like, dude, you know, I could easily still do this because you were not only were you in my neck of the woods, you were in Miami. Oh yeah. Um, I'm not going to ask you the, to name the location because that's part of the intrigue. People yep. want to watch. Uh, and I really wanted to investigate that location. And then uh, I said, well, you know, I could always come on. It's just Rich Valdez or investigator Rich Valdez. Mm -hmm. uh, and I should have, you know, in hindsight, I, I was thinking about it. You know, Tammy and Jen both, they, they said, what the hell? Why did you turn that down? I'm like, I didn't want to, but I mean reading the contract I was reading and even you I read your you know, Yeah, you read it and you were like eh. Yeah, the the information you gave me when we were discussing it that yeah, I would not have taken the risk either to be honest. And I totally get it, man. You see, that's the thing that people don't understand in media. There are a lot of obligations and rules and legalities that we have to go by. Oh, yeah. um, even in radio, when I was doing radio, like I've had so many people go Oh, well, I'm going to do a, a paranormal talk show. You know, I'm going to make a podcast, blah, blah, blah. And it's the same as doing radio. It's like, no, it's no, not. not. I'm going to buy a whole set of different rules, FCC fines, everything else. And trust me, you know me and my guys, we skirted that line. All <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, I must have got a call from the owner of that station at least probably once every other week. 
I get a phone call saying, hey, you guys have got to be careful, you know, um, because we, you know, I came from Dead X Radio and you know how that was. Oh, yeah. You know, we were very uncensored. We, we talked about paranormal horror and sci-fi. We, you know, we interviewed all these different celebrities from all over. Um, and when we did that show, we had a Los, Ange- uh, Los Angeles and a Las Vegas magazine that wrote an article about us. And they dubbed us the bad boys of paranormal. And I remember that. Yeah, that's how we got the nickname. Yeah. And then they turned around and said we're the Howard Stern of paranormal. Ooh. And that was the moniker that we were carrying for quite a while. We actually had Lloyd Kaufman. Um, you've heard of like the Toxic Avenger film, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's a guy with a mop in his hand. Yep. Class of Newcomb High, all those. Those were created by Lloyd Kaufman. He's the guy who oh, owns yeah. Homa, uh, you know, the, the, the movie, uh, the production company. Okay. So we were interviewing him and he had caught a lot of our shows come to find out when we were interviewing him. We didn't know he was a fan. And he made the comment. We actually had, saw on YouTube. We had the clip that he said we made Howard Stern look like a little, I can't say the word, but a man's genitalia. So uh, 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 what, what it is it that Jen calls it? Jen, if you if you don't mind coming on here, I don't know if you're if you're listening in, uh, but she she has a special name mm-hmm. for Vienna sausages, and uh, <laughs> that works. We work with that. Uh, uh, Jen, I, I see you. Baby midget wieners. <laughs> that works. That works. We can. There work you with- go. There we go. <laughs> Now the yeah. new show, the new show we are doing Paraprobe, it's going to be on Amazon Prime, and we do have some of our like our first like you know episodes, and uh, these are more of like trial episodes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that are on actually YouTube right now. People can go and watch. Uh, we even have like our latest one is like broken down, but the the new show that's going to be on Amazon Prime is uncensored. It's it's like the Dead X Radio days. It's all paranormal talk. We are no longer going to be on iHeartRadio. We'll be on, like, you know, I'm sure a few other outlets, but Amazon Prime is our main focal point. How many episodes have you been able to film? Did you go the full, the, the, we literally literally just started recently, like within the month. So I've only got like maybe, I think, two, three episodes on there right now. Okay. Okay. So, so you're basically just uploading them as you go along. Yes. And now aiming for how many in a season? Um, we're going to be doing this weekly. Um, it's going to be oh, weekly really? releases. So 52 episodes, you know, per season. Wow. Um, and these, like I said, these first ones where we were trying to get camera angles right. You know, how it goes when we first start a show, man. You got yeah. so many bugs to work out. And that's what the, the first episodes on YouTube are. Um, but the main ones that we're going to be doing in the near future, because I'm connected to a lot of PR firms that you know send celebrities my way i got like jeremy london coming on my show um oh, nice. Kevin smith films um all those are going to be the the brand new product of paraprobe uncensored that's going to be on amazon prime for people to watch you know i i definitely i'll be coming back down to florida around yeah. aprilish so if, if you guys have anything planned uh on my way down because I know you, you're in the Tampa area, if yep. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, so if you have anything that you're doing, uh, my son and I, I will just stop by because my, I bring my son up and he'll be coming down with. Um, he'll just watch from the sides. He, he, he's not the investigator style. I wish any of my kids would have followed 
in dad's footsteps, but mm-hmm. let's just say they've experienced enough uh, me doing what I do for so many years that they're like, ah, no, I'm staying out of this. You yeah. do, you do you. And they, they've, I'm not going to say they're afraid of it, but they have a healthy respect for it. Which is smart. Now you have your, your, well, I, I still call her bug. Cause you know, she's, she's your bug. Yeah. And she's not a bug anymore. She's a bug killer. Yeah. She's, she's grown up. Has she followed in your footsteps? To a point, you know, I mean, she definitely has the interest in the paranormal and stuff like that, but she's typical, you know, she's the typical 16 year old kind of, you know, does her own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know, I hate my dad. I hate my mom. I hate life. You know, the typical stuff, typical teenager. Uh, but yeah, she, you know, she, yeah, she, uh, she, she definitely has a, a very strong interest in it. My oldest daughter, Cheyenne, she, um, I kind of think she's gifted, bro. She's really, yeah, she, uh, <laughs> she's definitely surprised me on, you know, I've taken her on investigations with me. Of course, me as her dad, she's growing up around it. Um, and then, you know, my second oldest daughter, Caitlin, you know, she, you know, talking with her more about paranormal stuff lately. And she's had a lot of experiences, you know, come to find out. So, so in the blood, I think. Well, yeah, you know, I've always, I've always wondered if, well, I know my daughter, my oldest daughter is empathic, Mm -hmm. but she, she's chosen not to really tap into it. My son, he's too much into the tech and he refuses to even, you know, lend it any credence whatsoever. My daughter, my youngest daughter, which is five. I don't even want to find out, to be honest with you, because (laughs) uh, between her mom and I, something will stick and yeah. uh i'm waiting for it let's just say that i'm waiting for it and it's waiting terrifying it. me dude yeah. it's gonna happen one way or the other uh are you allowed to share the name of your show or is that still under wraps for now oh yeah yeah i can share it so the documentary series that we're doing for filming our investigations that is pxs and okay. it's air probe expedition series and we're going to be doing not only ghost hunts we're going on bigfoot hunts um we're going i mean we have a couple areas that that we're going to that have like a a, kind of like a a mothman type legend that's there it's almost like a a, best way to describe it would be almost like expedition x with like josh gates okay stuff we're going to be doing a lot of it will be more centered around the you know aspect of the paranormal uh haunted locations stuff like that but there are going to be the few oddballs that roll in doing the Bigfoot hunts, stuff like that, too. So a little bit of everything. Well, <laughs> we have the legend of uh, the skunk ape yep. down in Florida. Yep. Uh, so I'm sure you're going to be hitting that up. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we we actually have a guest that's coming on next week, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. uh, November 15th. <clears throat> His name is Robert Robinson. Oh yeah. Uh, so if you if you know him or don't know him, I could drop drop his name and drop your name and see if he's willing to help. He's he's been on some uh, uh, documentaries here and there. He's written a book on on Bigfoot, also on uh, the Skunk Ape, and he's yeah. Florida boy. So if you want, 
I could drop the name and, and yeah, just absolutely. I got my buddy RPG, uh, which I'm sure you know RPG. He's gonna be yes. you know, tagging along with us on stuff. Um, it's <laughs> the radio talk show. I don't even like to call it a radio show anymore because it's gonna be all film footage on TV. So the right. talk show, you know, Paraprobe. I'm so excited about that. You know, it's got me. It's got you know my buddy Jesse J. You know, Jay Centron mm -hmm. and were the four hosts of the show. Um, we have so many bookings that are coming up that are going to blow people's minds that, it, you know, me, I got a lot of connections and yeah. I've been working on a couple of really big names that I'm bringing on. And I'm not talking about in the paranormal, I'm talking about the movies. Um, and then on the back end too, with the PXS series, that's going to be more of this, not going to be like a scheduled release series. They're documentaries. So as we so it's get, like, a, like a docu series, exactly. As we get them okay. done, we'll release them. There's not going to be a specific timeline. You know what I mean? So, well, the the good thing about it is, and and, and to be honest with you, I think that's really the way that the paranormal should go mm -hmm. when it comes to shows. Um, these six episode, twelve episode, or twenty somewhat episodes that they have nowadays just doesn't cut it anymore. I no. think they really need to go down the road you're going down because what if it needs to be continued? What if that investigation yeah. went over? Okay. Exactly. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's it. Wrap it up. I know we got other stuff here, but we got to do uh, episode number, I don't know, 15. Yeah. And we got to go here. No, I think you should take the time to finish it up and, and to be continued, you yeah. know? And see, and like with all this stuff that we're doing, this is through our production company. We're doing it ourselves. It's funded straight out of our own pocket. There is no, you know, I'm not attached to like, you know, Travel Channel or anybody like that. You know, right. like that. Um, but like when you talk about like the the episodes, you know, when you have like a six episode series that comes out, you know, for a season, like six episodes. Right. I remember back in the day, a full season was like 23 episodes. I remember know? that. Yeah. Now it's like six. <laughs> And the reason for being is because they have tried to so much cookie cutter everything to get things out there as a whole, a whole bunch of shows instead of focusing on one, you know, work with the one, give more episodes because people, they progress, they get better. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. get a whole new group of people together, like ghost hunters, prime example. They have changed people on their teams throughout the years, multiple times, right? And then later down the line, they circle back, brought some of the, the OGs back on, like Dustin Perry, stuff like that, which Dustin, mm -hmm. lovely guy, great guy. Um, but it, it took a while. You know, it, it, it was a new show. It was really, you know, something new that nobody's really seen as far as it goes for outside the paranormal field, you know. And people were watching this, and it made it more mainstream for everybody. So, man, they were slamming out episode after episode after episode. Then comes like the Zach Baggins. Then comes all these other shows, right? Now it's like, dude, I could throw a freaking rock and hit a paranormal group that's filming a TV show. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and that's why they have only six episodes. Unless they just blast the numbers out there through the stratosphere, it, it's only going to make like one season. That's going to be it. Well, nowadays, uh, like, for example, for, for my show, Eli Roth presents The Legion of Exorcist was only six episodes. Yeah. And they co they considered that a season, uh, and I'm I'm here thinking to myself, I I must be so old school because I remember when at least a season was like what you said in the 20s. Yeah, it was usually between 22, 23 episodes. Exactly, and I'm like, no, that's not a season, dude. That's like a tease. 
That's a teaser clip. Six episodes, that's a quarter of a season. Not <laughs> yeah, compared to what you and I grew up on, yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've I, actually, <clears throat> there's so many, and believe it or not, there's a lot of other <clears throat> networks out there, um, streaming services that are offering the paranormal now. Tubi uh, is one of them. Uh, Hulu, uh, Netflix, um, Amazon, of course, they've been doing this for a long time, too. Uh, they're getting out there and I believe sci-fi is trying to get back into the fray again when it comes to the paranormal. They're trying little by little, piece by piece. Little by little. Yeah, I've been noticed it's yeah, I was gonna say I'm sure like you you've seen the little breadcrumbs leading to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I I think do you think that's a good thing for the for the the community to have it spread out or or do would you prefer to stay the way it has been, which has been travel channel? pretty much, you know, being the king of well, at the end of the day, regardless of how anybody feels about investigations, you know, you always hear that I'm a real investigator. Yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah. I Here's the that. thing at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when it's on television, it's not about investigations. It's about business. And that's just the truth of the matter, because yeah. they have board members to answer to. They've got, you know, ad people to answer to that are like, you know, buying their ads. Yeah. It's all about the money, man. So, I think that it's good in a way to spread it out over multiple networks because it gives more opportunities for really good teams out there that may have a fresh, great idea to get the opportunity to do it. If you stack on one, you know, on one channel, like travel channel, just argument's sake, it, it, it's going to hinder a lot of people from being able to move forward and make this more mainstream. Plus, less people are going to be able to see it. You know, that's true. Here's that's prime, true. prime example. Average daily is about 200 million people log on to Amazon Prime every day. Wow. All right. That's 200 million people. Now, I forgot what the ratio is for the actual subscribers of it, but daily, that's their average. So Netflix, I'm sure, is probably about the same. Hulu, so on and so forth. So that's a whole bunch of fresh faces being able to see people like us doing what we do and make, make the paranormal a little more accepted. You know what I'm saying? It, it, yeah. The more that it gets out there and people go, you know what? Maybe they're not so crazy because when they start seeing this stuff on TV, some of the evidence that we do capture everything that I think it's going to open some minds a little bit for lack of a better term. Well, I'd say spread the wealth um, as yeah. far as I'm concerned, because nowadays there's so much out there. Uh, so much, so much talent and untapped talent that I've yet yeah. to actually even see what's out there. Uh, quick shout out to Trinity Paranormal Investigations, and I'm sure uh, Courtney Peterson is watching. She is also uh, uh, the the administrator for the Legion of Exorcist fan page, and she's done a fantabulous job. Let me tell you something. Uh, um, my fan page doesn't can't even hold a light to that page. Yeah, uh, it has quite the following. <clears throat> she's done an amazing job. <clears throat> Thank you for for being on there. Um, we have so many people that, that, you know, it's weird. You know, we, we had to take a break because, uh, summertime, family time, I call it family time. Uh, and, and we, we took a good, I want to say three, four month break from the show and then getting back into the swing of things. I figured I'd bring in someone 
with firepower, someone I hadn't spoken to in a while. I had already spoken to you several times, caught mm-hmm. up with you during the summer, but Andrew Perron, have you ever had her on your show? Oh yeah, I had her on, on not on Parapo, but I had her on Dead X Radio. Okay, she is an amazing woman. Yeah, uh, very she, funny. Oh, very funny, and yep. boy, let me tell you, you spend one night with that 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 woman, and and I did. I had the privilege of doing so. Uh, blows your mind when it comes to the the the, the uh, theories that she has of what happened at the Conjuring House, but also. Mm-hmm. The UFO. I don't know if you're aware of that, but she's been getting into the UFO and aliens and whatnot. Oh yeah, uh, and that's how we started the show. And we've been steadily, you know, little by little. You know, you took the place of Scott Tipperman. I don't know if yeah. you've ever had him. On oh the yeah, show. Scott. Yeah, I like Scott, man. Uh, we, awesome. we, me and the guys back at Dedex Radio, we were um, guest hosts of a big like movie thing a few years ago, and we met Scott there. And uh, when we were doing our show live from the uh, from the film festival, and that's when we first got to meet Scott, you know, face to face and everything. Dude, right. love Scott. Funny guy. He's great. Yeah, he's a great guy. I've I've known him forever and a day. And he and I have had this back and forth of. He's a big New England Patriots fan. My condolences. <laughs> uh, I'm a Dolphins fan, and we own the Patriots now. You know, yeah. we spank them every time we, you know, Bill Belichick comes here or 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 we go there. <clears throat> but I want people to get to know what is the driving force? Why do you stick to the paranormal themed anything? And why call it paraprobe? I mean, talk about, you know, uh, exactly. <laughs> it, it's exactly it. It's something that stood out because we wanted to probe into the paranormal. Okay. Um, I actually used to have a TV series. I oh, was yeah. actually, yeah, the name of the show was Paraprobe. We did it in Paranormal Investigations. It was on a uh, station out of Chicago. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and that was back when I was doing my very first radio show. The guy who owned that station also owned the TV station. And he thought I was hilarious. He loved my, you know, my ideas and everything. And next thing you know, we had done, you know, quite a few episodes and it launched out there. As a matter of fact, <laughs> this is what's funny. So the top 100 paranormal shows of all time on TV, that, and I forgot the website that had them listed, right? We were number 26 right behind Kindred Spirits. Really? Yeah, oh, I didn't wow. even know. Somebody else found it and pointed it out to me. I didn't even know it. That's That'd be cool if you, if, if you guys ended up on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, <laughs> right? that'd, that'd be That'd be cool. What what is your goal when it comes to the show? What 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 is it that you, what you're you're trying to get out there when it comes to uh, audience? What demographic are you actually trying to reach when you're when you're doing your your TV show now? Um, primarily, we specifically look for single hot women. No, I'm kidding. Um, I knew it. No, no. Uh, our our demographic really is across the board. Like we look at some of the demographics we've had, like with our past episodes, right. I can't frame them into one into one area. I really can't. They're all across the board. It's male, female from like 18 to like, you know, 72. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. Um, but to be honest, yes, 90% of our audience though is female that watches our show. Um, I don't know why. Uh um, yeah, oh I, I think I you know, yeah, well, you you just polished off your nipple there. Exactly. So I think we know why. Uh, 
Tricky stuff. <laughs> um, but the, the ultimate goal is be, is the same as everybody else. I want to make something that I'm successful at that I can say this is my baby, right? And don't get me wrong, it's a shared effort. It's not all me. It's right. Jesse, you know, it's Jason and it's Tim. You know, it's a shared effort. Um, and I, I, I couldn't ask for like a better group of people to back me on doing this show because we've all known each other for years. We're all very tight. Jason is my brother-in-law, uh, you know, and then Jesse and I, we've been best friends, you know, and brothers for, you know, a few years. Um, and then of course, you know, Kim, you know, I've known her for years. She, she represented us when we were dead X radio, you know, used to do all our bookings at the events that we did. Um, and they all had the same common goal, like everybody else. Yeah. We love to make money from it. Everybody would love to make money from what they do, because if you're doing what you love and you're making money, never feels like work. That, that, that saying is so true. Um, but in the long run, it is also too. The entertainment, man. I love to entertain. I love cracking jokes. I love making people laugh. That energy and vibe that I get from people when I'm getting them in hysterics, laughing and cracking up gives me even more energy. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I feed off well on people. Like when we used to do our shows, Dead X, from like the, the Comic-Con events, when they had us emceeing Comic-Con events and stuff like that, they love to get us up on the mic because we would work the crowds. You know, we'd have like, I mean, man, I remember one thing that we did. It was like 18,000 people was in the crowd and had them rolling, had them cracking up, laughing and everything, man. And that kind of energy and vibe, you just, you can't touch it. You can't oh, touch yeah. it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's an adrenaline rush and I love it. <clears throat> What's the one thing that as a paranormal investigator, you have not yet been able to do or investigate that you would still like to? Paranormal bucket list here i've always wanted to do bobby mackey's for an investigation i've never been there before but now it's yeah we've already heard what bobby mackey well no it's renovations it's renovations. down but but i don't know if whether or not they're letting people go in there now to investigate especially after they do the renovations i don't know. i i don't think so i don't know i well i would doubt it because it'd be dangerous but yeah I, I that's that's on my bucket list okay next uh next one would be i gotta look back on it to find the name it's a uh it's a place in japan and uh a very good friend of mine and a mutual friend of yours you knew him too scott morrow uh scott had passed away a few years ago um everybody knew me and scott were very tight you know we're very close friends he he drove some way down here yeah to be on my show you know um he had a place in Japan that was like one of the most deadliest places to ever investigate. And I've got to go back through my notes, man, to find that name of that location. Mm -hmm. uh, but people have like gone there, have died. And, and you want to go there? I want to test the theory. I want to see if whether or not it will happen. Dude, this is the thing about me, okay? It's not about being, you know, ballsy or crazy or, you know, uh, uh, you know, I got to do this to look cool. No, it's th – I'm the guy that if you say don't push the red button, I got to push it 20 times to see what it does. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I know. Yeah. Now, don't, <laughs> yeah, don't get me wrong. There are locations I go to with respect as well that they tell me not to do something I don't do it, obviously. You know, because I do always respect every location I go to. Well, yeah. But in that aspect, it's just showing up is bad. 
So I want to go see what happens. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I'd go there. I, I, I got uh, people that would, would actually knock me out, tie me up and say, I'd, I'd wake up saying, I, I got a plane ticket. I, I, I got to be somewhere. They'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, that was 40 hours ago. You missed the flight. <laughs> so much for that. And, uh, but yeah, Is I'm very much like you. Yeah, yeah, I knew I smelled something funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was her hair and it wasn't. <coughs> um, <coughs> so Bobby Mackey's is definitely on my, on my paranormal bucket list. Mm-hmm. But, uh, one, one place in particular, and I know you've heard of this is the Biltmore hotel and Coral Gables, uh, yes. 13th floor. Yep. And the problem there is that it's super expensive because it's the whole freaking 13th floor is that the whole floor. It's yeah. a suite. It's the presidential suite, yep. but it's the most haunted location. That and also, unfortunately, the lobby, because that back then is where they used to stack the bodies, the dead bodies during World War II, and mm-hmm. it was a makeshift morgue. Uh, I'd love to investigate that place, but unfortunately, I think they <laughs> have issues with me asking them to close it down for a few days. I actually investigated a, a morgue one time and okay. I laid on the autopsy table the whole nine yards, you know, to see if anything would touch me and everything. It was, it got it on film actually. So it was pretty cool. I'll, I'll yeah. send it to you sometime. We, I, I'd love to see that. Cause I actually, we went to a location in Hollywood, Florida. It was, uh, it's, it used to be, and, uh, but it's still there. It used to be an insane asylum. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had a morgue and the slabs, as well uh and uh one of my teammates actually laid in the slab and we closed the door behind them i think within five minutes he's like liberator, liberator! and we're like why there's a freaking spider in here <laughs> john rusnick our my boy at his studio he was shooting a movie that actually i was in too it's a horror film house of blood um he had this one scene in the movie where the, the bad guy has like this autopsy table. He would put like his, you know, his people on that he was cutting up and killing, right? And torturing. And what a lot of people did not know is all the equipment that was in there is all real medical equipment from real autopsy tables to, you know, real morgues and all that. He would buy this stuff and he used actual autopsy tables for the props. It was insane, man. And, but with that being said, he had activity that was happening and oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's it that's is that it. it is that it okay that's it right. yep okay thank you george thank you so yes that is the place i want to go to and and give it a shot i'm blind as a bat uh okay <laughs> so that's the place you want to go yes the forest i've heard of that forest yep now that's that's some wiggy place uh she wants to go to Trans Allegheny and Pinhurst. Oh yeah, well, well, who doesn't? Though those are on my bucket list as well. Uh, but what's one thing you will never do when it comes to an investigation? I would say the the typical rules that I go by, like you know, I I won't um, you know provoke. Um, the, the only time I will, you know, and let me, let me clarify on this. The only time I will provoke is if I'm at a location that there is something bad that is going on 
that people have been feeling threatened by or have been attacked by, whatever the case may be, they're, they're so sincere that there's definitely something there. I will provoke to an extent. So I mean a small amount. If nothing is happening, I can't get some confirmation there's something there. I will provoke a little bit. You know what I mean? Like a safe level. I'm not going to sit there and go crazy and, and you know, back I bat crap crazy. You know, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm trying to watch my language the best I can, man. I'm so used to not having to now. Um, <laughs> so, but for, for the most part, I never provoke. You know, like 99.9% of the time, I don't provoke ever. Um, so that's one thing I, I can't say that I won't do ever, depending upon the situation, but no, I won't. Well, <laughs> there's only one form of provocation that I'm actually trained to, to do, and that is religious provocation um that that is uh it's different um, though that's different and, and, yeah, and yeah. it's i'm putting myself in danger whenever i do that because unfortunately that's just the way it is yeah. um but as far as i'm concerned it's a necessary evil um i will never do ouija boards and i will never do seances okay let's talk about that for a second okay all right so i know where this is heading because i know you yes so ouija boards am i against ouija boards i'm against people randomly just messing with them but here at the same time um sure the uh, the gym was asking me a question online not just answering her her question okay <laughs> um so uh, the big thing about the the ouija board um yeah, people should not be messing around with them, you know, if they don't understand it at least or know what it's used for. Okay. Now, with that being said, me using a Ouija board at the end of the day is really not that different opposed to me doing an EVP session. I'm still trying to communicate with something. Okay. The only difference between that Ouija board and that microphone that I'm carrying in my hand to do the EVP session, you know, right, that right. is I'm using a board that I'm focusing on, you know. So the, the board, lack of a better way of explaining it, I look at it like a gun. A gun's not a bad thing unless you put it in the wrong hands of the wrong person. You know what I'm saying? It. You know? So, yeah. So with the Ouija board, I don't necessarily find that, you know, all evil and encompassing like you see in the movies, you know, and all that. No, I, I don't think of it that way. Um, would I use one on an investigation? No, absolutely not. I won't. Um, and the reason for being is because one... If there's nothing in that house, I don't want to bring something to that house. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm not going to do it. But if I'm out with a group of people somewhere, like maybe even my own house, you know, one night and they just want to have a little fun and just see if we can contact something. Sure. But I also know how to close it and everything else to the proper way. You know what I mean? So, so Ouija okay. boards. Yeah. It, it depends on the person using it and how they're using it. Seance. Seance. Not gonna lie, been a part of a couple of them. So just mm -hmm. let's see. It was more just to see what would happen back in the back in the learning curve days. Yeah, well, I I, I can't. I, me, I, I led such a sheltered life as a kid growing up into young adulthood that I I actually stayed away from all that, and um, even more so when I started my training at eighteen for demonology through the church that was a big no-no tarot cards ouija boards seances anything mm -hmm. like that we were to stay away from that at yep. all times but 
Uh, it's been ingrained in me. But I've also, over the years, I've seen a lot of the horror stories of individuals using those, you know, platforms to yep. communicate with spirit. And that can become dangerous. I agree with the Ouija board. Uh, people that buy them in toy stores or novelty shops nowadays or online, they... they Dude, okay, they've been so, around for well over a hundred years. You oh, know? way, way more than a hundred years. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think. I want to say two hundred years. I know they were around there during the Victorian era. That's when it when it really got started. But it's the proper way to use it. It's kind of like what you said. You know, the use of a gun. You just don't hand a gun to someone and say, "Here, <laughs> just pull the trigger." No, because if they pull the trigger and they don't know where they're aiming, they're going to hit themselves, someone else. Yeah. Um. I, I personally think that if anyone's ever going to use a Ouija board, they should be properly trained. Now, I know a few people, yeah. psychic mediums, that will swear by it, that yeah. there's nothing dangerous about it. But the one, the one correlation I have seen when it comes to anything that has to do with a Ouija board is I've noticed that there's one spirit that comes through every time. The wrong type of spirit and it starts with a z that's all i'm gonna say yep. and i'm like why is it that one spirit that always comes through and it makes me wonder it's the same name all the time is I that it, i mean at that point it, it could be more of just it's maybe when you're using ouija board because you know well as i do man that everything we do in the paranormal is all trial by error it's all theory all right yeah but I'm thinking maybe for a theory, a possible theory, is that when you're using a Ouija board, you're breaking through a specific barrier. And maybe that is where the Z name is at. Yeah. So that's why you're constantly finding that one. You know what I'm saying? So, so I mean, I don't know. You think it's hooked to the to the board itself or the actual, you know? I think I think it's it's kind of like you got your phone, right? You got your yeah. cell phone, but it uses a specific tower to communicate right. you know out to everybody else right right so i think that every time you use a ouija board you're breaking through the specific plane that where this z name is connected to that that you know it's it's almost like like remember like the old operator days where they would take like you see in the old like black and white phones where they pull the plug and plug it into the other yeah, spot yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? same thing it's like they keep plugging into the same hole every single time you know what i mean and, and you know that that's what makes me wonder are what what exactly do people know what they're playing with and i really don't think anymore they do uh, no. i think nowadays they just do it for the shock value and they they yeah. tend to forget that there's certain rules that we sh we should follow oh absolutely what's the, what's the one thing <coughs> that ticks you off when it comes to the paranormal that is has been going on for years still going on today and it's getting worse theft say what theft I kid you not, man. Okay. You take aside all the dumb things that people do on investigations at times. The one that I've been seeing a trend on is people stealing from locations. And, I'll, and here's the reason why. I have had four locations in the last month that Kim has been reaching out and contacting uh, to get us set up that have always had people come there before, right? No problems before. People stole some crap. Now they're no longer taking any paranormal teams at all. Oh, wow. Really? And at least four different locations so far that used to be pretty popular will now not take anybody. And, yes. and they were running around 
screaming like everything was a demon, you know, and like, come at me, bro. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. This is coming from the proprietors of these businesses. You know what? We're going to have to cover that in the second half of, of the yeah. show uh, because it, this is the first time I've heard of theft. Oh, so there's definitely got to cover this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They cover it. Okay. Ooh. Well, stick on. Uh, please stick by because uh, we're going to cover this when we come back. All right. Uh, so, uh, ladies and gents, don't go anywhere. We will be right back after these few short words from our sponsors. Don't go anywhere.
from beyond radio and my special guest is my longtime friend and i'm sure he's sick and tired of me by now chance hancock of paraprobe and a new tv show that he's been working on that i hope by the time i get back to florida no actually when i get back to florida i'm going to do one of your shows definitely just get me into a place that you know has a reputation for anything that may be on the darker side and okay. just lock lock me up and I'll, I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. Um, one that's not a, it doesn't have negative attention, but it, God, I can't wait to share this news, but I can't yet. Um, we actually don't. had location handed to us. That is, I will now be like the new representative with my team of this location. Okay. And it's, it's big. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. Then I'm just sign me on. I'll be there. Um, real, real quick, just to get everyone back up to, to speed as to what was being discussed the first hour. And we still, we just have, uh, you know, a few more minutes to go because it's an hour, hour and a half show. Um, theft in the paranormal field. This is new. This is new to me. This just goes to show you just how far off i've been when it comes to paranormal investigating commercial locations i had no idea people were actually stealing stuff dude that is so disrespectful i, I, I explain this to me when did this get started because i never heard of this back in the apparently, day apparently 
apparently this has been going on, I guess, for the last year, man, that the, these multiple locations that we reached out to like months and months and months ago, um, you know, to set up for this coming year to investigate. Right. And a lot of them have been backing out because of everything from theft, which is a common one, uh, to also people running around screaming that everything is a demon. And I'm okay. And I want to clarify on this. I'm not saying because I know everybody always knocks Zach Bagans, you know, it's always like he screams demon and everything, but no, legitimately like these people, like uh, they, they hear a click in, in the room, like, you know, the wall popping from temperature change and they'll turn around and be like, do you hear that? It's a demon. Come at me, man. And they go, they go crazy. And these people are like watching them do this in their buildings and are like, yeah, we're done. You know, they, they, <laughs> And but the the big one is that, and I'll give you an example for the theft. Uh, one location, and I'm not going to say any names or anything like that. I don't know what legal things are going on with this situation right now. So, but I'm going to give you the premise of what happened. Mm-hmm. But long story short, uh, it was a museum place. All right, they were doing an investigation there. One of the team members, and it's on camera, walks out with this gothic-looking lamp. All right. That lamp, come to find out, was a Tiffany lamp worth about $15,000. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You see? Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, God, I'm trying to remember the name. I think it was uh, Seven Sisters Inn mm-hmm. um, up North Florida. Um, thank you so much, Jay. Uh, and... I'm, I'm glad everyone's enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it, it, I, I remember that location very well because that location, I don't know if it's still open for investigations or not. Yeah. It, it was all about keeping it. It's a historical uh, spot and yeah. it's owned by a few lawyers. And I remember walking into that house and I was so impressed by all the antiques that yeah. were in there. And I wonder if this is something that, you know, this could easily be curbed if there was someone that worked for the location that was there present at all times to make sure nothing was taken from the from the spot. But uh, I guess they're going to have to start doing that again if they've stopped, because if this has become a pandemic of sorts where people are now, as of this year, started stealing. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, definitely a combination between theft and this is like the two things that that's been the most biggest focal point is but you know that we've been uh, not allowed to go there because somebody else ruined it matter of fact one location opened up for investigators there was two teams scheduled to go in before us by the second team nobody was allowed to go in again after that you see okay and and, and i guess the message we're trying to get out here is stop being asshats about this yeah, they were trashing the place, leaving trash laying around after they got done, stuff like that. I look at an investigation, this is the way I look at it. I look at it like when I go camping. And you know me, I'm a big outdoors buff. Yeah. All right? yeah. And, you know, especially anything dealing with the water. But my rule of thumb is leave it like you found it. You know? Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, that, it's a very simple rule. If you brought trash there, take the trash with you. Don't leave it. I agree. And don't take everything else with you, too, because if it didn't belong to you, guess what? That's why yeah, I should stay. I thought this uh, would be something we really didn't have to tell people, but apparently not. So, you know. 
well, stealing bad, stop it. Yes, I agree 100% there. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it, the way I see it is uh, if, if you're willing to do that, you shouldn't be even in the field. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but see, but here's the thing, man. There's so many people out there who look for an angle for something all the time. You know, okay. they're, thieves are opportunistic, man. They look for stuff like that. You know, they're like, oh, I can get in all these people's houses and be there by myself all night long. You know what I'm saying? And that's the reason why, like, the, the paranormal teams out there really have to start looking out for each other, start pulling back from the drama bull crap and start working together to take and get those people shoved out before we can investigate anywhere. I agree. People are going to have to understand it. If we keep up with this nonsense, this high school bull crap, you know, that people want to pull, you know, with the, the, the you know, go on social media and bombing other teams just because they don't agree on, you know, a way they do something. Dude, ain't nobody in this field an expert. So yeah, give it, give it your best. All right? <laughs> that, that, that's been going on forever. Yeah, uh, but the, actually, but the thing is, it is now it's starting to gain the attention of these locations that people are going to because now social social media is much more prevalent. It's much more stronger. Everybody's on social media, and these people see this stuff, and they're getting it's getting old hat. They're getting tired of it. So between that, the stealing, and then people going out here and just you know being Bash. idiots, yeah, it, it's going to ruin these locations where we can't go. I mean, already four that I know of that have investigated like you know 20 times and now i can't go back to well well i'll i'll never forget uh i'd post this god i think this was over a decade ago i this is the 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 last time i had posted evidence and it was a picture you could actually see the silhouette of a of a band mm -hmm. and it was on the other side of the glass and they're saying oh that's you and i'm like no that wasn't me because where i was positioned it would have been impossible but I didn't see it when I first took the shot. And all the other shots, that that image wasn't there. But everyone kept saying it, it was either you. But the one thing, guess what? That they all focused on that they shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. A freaking orb. Okay. Um, look. Why? <laughs> <laughs> this is... And, and, and people actually started trashing me because I would not support... The fact that I was not acknowledging the fact that there was an orb there. I'm like, dude, the only orbs I focus on are my wives. So <laughs> yeah. orbs you know, paranormal. Now trust me, don't get me wrong. I, you know what? I'm glad you brought this up, Rich. See, this is why I love when you and I talk. All right. We're trouble walking. <laughs> yeah. If, if I go on an investigation at, at a at a house, okay, not a right. commercial job, but a house, doing a residential, and the homeowner's like, you know, hey, I believe that like this orb that I captured on my camera is my grandmother looking out for me. Am I going to sit there and destroy this person's image of what they think might be their grandmother? No. Is if they're happy and content and comfortable with that, then I'm I'm okay with it too. It's not my business to wreck their life, all right? Now, if they have video of all this stuff coming by our screen and they're going, hey, what is that? Now I'll sit there and be like, yeah, it's just dust, you know, or it's a bug or whatever the case may be, you know? Um, but yeah, if somebody believes it's their family or something like that, the only thing, the only answer I give, and this is God's honest truth, I look at them and I go, it may be, you know, because if I see it's bringing them comfort, who it's am I? It's called the placebo effect. There you go. It's exactly it. Yeah, you learn that when you start studying for freaking uh, 
uh, parapsychology. That's one yeah. of the first things you, you learn about, which, yes, I actually have been indoctrinated in parapsychology. I've been indoctrinated in psychology, but not parapsychology, because unfortunately they didn't offer that course here in the state of Florida when I was going to college. Unfortunately, yeah. there's um, only like two or three locations around the world where they actually have parapsychology classes you can actually take. I believe uh, I, I forgot the university in New York. Uh, uh, there's two others. Yeah, there's oh, one no. in England, and the other one, I believe, is in Scotland, if I'm not mistaken. I might be wrong, but I know yeah, there's very few. Point. Yeah. Well, I, I know one individual that I have a great deal of respect for, um, and uh, Brian J. Kano, and he actually finally got his degree in parapsychology. Mm -hmm. And, hey, kudos to the man. Uh, so we have a question uh, from Georgian. I hope you're, I'm saying your name correct. I totally agree with what you are saying, being doing this for 20 plus years and there are so many jerks and provokers now i never post my results that is not what our team does and and you know it's a shame chance you know i i remember when we didn't mind posting yeah whatever evidence we captured be it evps be it pictures or videos but there's so many people out there debbie downers that will yeah. just trash it but see but here's the thing you have to remember at the end <clears throat> all right it's just like doing radio. Anything you do that puts you out there in the public, and trust me, I've had this conversation with other people before, including you, about doing yeah, radio. Yeah. How do you deal with haters? I don't. You don't. They can exactly. lick me. I don't care. You know, I legitimately, I don't care about their opinion. All right. And here's why. At the end of the day, no matter what you do, you're going to have a hater, especially if you start getting successful at something. If you have a ghost hunting team and you're doing a lot of investigations and you're posting stuff out there, you, like you said, you're always going to have a Debbie Downer downing it or whatever. It's not my problem. That person has a miserable life and they don't get sex often. That's not my problem. All right. <laughs> you know, if you're angry because I post this picture that you go, oh, that's not, you know, just like with you with the door situation and, you know, in that window. Yeah. So around and they go, you know, oh, that's your reflection. But, you know, because you were there, you did. I'm a photographer. I know the difference. Exactly. So their opinion, whatever, Jack, you weren't there. You you can't sit there and claim whether or not with definity that if they wanted to argue it, they can't even argue with definity that it was you because they weren't there. They weren't present. So, yeah, when I put like anything out there publicly that people want to look at, dude, you know me, man. I'm a, I'm a public figure because of being in media. Yeah, I'm Dude, I get haters all the time. Now ask me if I care. Exactly. You, you know, know the, the way I see it, look, like you said, you're in the public eye yeah you're under a magnifying glass you're going to be scrutinized regardless whether you want to or not yeah and um, i'm adorable and, everybody loves me yeah exactly sure uh anyway uh, i could say the same about me but let me tell you something i got some haters out there and i got a lot of hate mail uh especially after the legion of exorcist came out because because of a of a few views that a few of my uh cast members had when it pertained to certain practices that i didn't you know resonate with but hey you know what to each their own and yeah. that's what they feel is truth fine yeah. but the old saying don't throw the baby out with the bathwater," came into effect i was being thrown out with the bathwater here and i'm like yo yeah uh just because they said it doesn't mean that i actually agreed with it and it, it happened dude i had so many people hating mm -hmm. on me 
And I remember both Tammy and Jen telling me, you got to let it go. Yeah. You, you're going to have as many fans as you're going to have haters. Just let it go. Dude, I don't and, care if you do underwater basket weaving. Somebody's yeah, going to yeah. complain if you're doing a video about it and say, no, you don't go right to left. You go left to right. I mean, there's <laughs> some idiot who's got to argue with whatever you do, man. And see, and just like I said, you have to legitimately realize at the end of the day, where there's haters, there's people who respect and like you. Those are the opinions you need to focus on. All right. But also, where there's critiquing, it's okay if somebody wants to critique something or or That's maybe different. debate about something. That's fair. But the moment that you have to just go because here's how it always starts. Well, I investigate yada yada. They have to put out their resume first before they try to you know destroy you. What they're doing is, look at me, look at me, look at me. That's all they're doing. The only way that they get to look at them, look at them, is if you actually give them the freaking energy to begin with. Right. I don't. I, yeah. I, I had actually uh, one month before, not even one month, I think it was uh, two weeks before the show was even released. And I had one guy, you and I both know about him, I'll, I'll tell you who it is, that was already trashing my show because he hates me. And he was kind of roundabout attacking me he was attacking everybody else and oh yeah i i could get a certification that i'm a demonologist or this and that i'm like yeah buddy i'd like to see you try but you know what i never responded i never gave it any energy i just continued doing my own thing and, <laughs> and didn't concern myself with it you know what he disappeared pretty much like he's done within the paranormal field anyways no one really cares about him yeah. And every person that's, that's, that's even asked him to be on the show, those hosts have said, never again. And there's a reason for it. Uh, I'll tell you who it is after the show. But, yeah. you know, right now on air, I'm not even going to bother. But there are people like that all the time. Yeah. And if you give them the energy that they want, you know, if they're already down here and you're up here. They're trying oh, to yeah. bring you down to where they're at. And I refuse <laughs> to go down there. I, I ticked off a guy one time because you know me. For me... Look at the look at my friends, all right. Look at the people that I'm on the show with, like DedX Radio, dude. Yeah, we busted each other harder than any hater could oh, ever yeah. be out there on social media, and yeah. that was that was entertainment for us. I had a guy so spun up one time that I made a comment in reference to his mom, and and it wasn't directed at his mom. It was he took it as I directed it at his mom, right? And he literally said. Did you say my mom was a whore? I said, no. I said, was what implied that she stopped. Oh, chance. Dude, this dude hit the freaking roof, right? Man, I was sitting there just giggling my butt off because I'm like, look, this guy said some really hateful stuff, all right? Far worse than what he was implying himself that I was referring to his mother, which I wasn't. But I let him, at that point in time, I'm like, I'm going to roll with it because I know it's pissing you off now. So I just kept going. And man, I just sit there and I'm laughing so hard and I'm typing in everybody on the social media thread of this thing, which it had been deleted a long time ago. He deleted it. Um, I was taking funny jabs left and right. And everybody was sitting there like, ooh, sick burn and laugh out loud and all the laughing faces. I had people rolling. I was like, yeah, do not try to like fight me when it comes to sarcasm. I'm gifted with it. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. for me, I don't get mad. I will sit there and to me, I'm, I'm on that keyboard giggling my butt off when I do it. It's like, so yeah.
most of the time I stay <laughs> out of that stuff completely. Anytime you know, somebody and- like say anything hateful towards me or about me or whatever, <laughs> dude, I can care less. All right. There's plenty of people who do like me. And it's like, if you don't like me, get in line with the rest, you know, in honor of our dear friend, Scott Morrow, who's passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I, I actually, I, I mean, I, I, I just don't have, I don't know the balls to do it, to be honest with you, but something he would do on his show all the time. He's like, and so, uh, we have a jerk on, on, uh, the chat and his number is seven, eight, six, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> all of them, let him know how much of a jerk he is. And I was like, oh, yeah. Scott, what are you doing? He's like, he, he didn't care. Dude, Scott piece, started boxing. Yeah, yeah, dude, I, I, I love Scott. I still do to oh, this very day. I miss, I miss him very much. Guy. I miss him so much, dude. I really do. He was a damn good friend. He, not only was he a good friend, but he was a good mentor to, to you, to me, to a lot yep. of people out there. And um, he was the reason uh, that I, in fact, started working as uh, one of the teams for John Zaffis uh, back in the day. He, he actually went to John and he said, because he was John's right-hand man, and he said, John, they're, they're a really good team. You know, I mean, it'd be good to have a, a team representing yeah. Prisney in Florida who better than Rich's team? And next thing you know, I'm here talking on the phone with Jay Z, not Jay Z the rapper, but you know who I'm talking about. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. you're like John Zaffis and stuff, and you want us to do what? And, <laughs> and, and I, all because of Scott. That's just the type of person Scott was. Yeah, and that's who I strive to be because Scott was a very giving individual. He gave you the shirt off his back, dude. He was such an awesome guy, man. And like. I remember like when I woke up in the morning time and saw the posting, you know, about his, oh, I was, just, and I, and I, I went to grab my, you know, like I, I saw the, the posting on my phone, but I didn't realize I had a bunch of messages either, you know? So like, I looked at my text messages, dude, a whole bunch from everybody. Cause they knew me and Scott were tight. Yeah. And yeah, you being well, one I, of them, man, I was one of them too. Yeah. Everybody was reaching out. Hey, are you okay? You okay? And I'm like, dude, I literally just found out, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I will admit it straight out, man. I never cry. I never cry about anything, dude. That's the one time that I can say that, yeah, got tears in my eyes. You know, uh, we have five minutes and um, checking from the time because I got to check on my phone because the time on this computer has always been wacky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd like to devote <clears throat> time to where people can actually follow you. And what you're doing now and see yeah. what you're actually putting out there on amazon um well you can follow me on my only fans but it's only going to be an imax theater and you got to pay 4.99 a minute to watch that it's uh, so much bigger on imax though yeah i know right <laughs> <laughs> um no actually you can follow me on let's see here facebook you can friend me chance hancock and it's the got the blue chip you know that's the, the one that's me i've seen a whole bunch of fake ones out there too mine's got the blue chip um and that's my personal one that's the one that yes i use it if you message that's me talking to you it's not some you know uh intern or something um on instagram it's chance hancock radio guy and after each word is underscore you know the the lowercase line you know so you got chance underscore hancock underscore radio guy um and then on twitter i am at chance dxr 
And the uh, Chance DXR on Twitter, that one's also Blue Verified Chip. So you'll know that it's the real me, that one. So there's a couple of fake ones out there, too. I guess I got to start looking into that Blue Chip Verified thing, especially for my fan page, because I've seen a few people that have tried to. And I'm like, no, this ain't going to happen on my watch. Bro, but, I remember uh, we were on, uh, it was me, Pat, and Jeff from the old show, from Dead X yeah. Radio. We were hanging out one night and we decided, I don't even know how we came about this conversation, but Facebook had opened up a thing where you could like, you know, go on there and apply to get verified, but you had to be a public figure and known and all this other stuff. Right. I was the only one who woke up with a blue chip the next morning. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those guys were so mad, man. They're like, what the hell? I'm like, dude, I've been on TV. I've had a past radio show, you know, so. It's like oh my I was just a little more well known, just a little bit, you know. Ah, Jen says, "Looking up chance on OnlyFans." <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Well, Chance, thank you so much for saving the day one more time. Thank you so much because I mean, no problem. I, there, there wouldn't be a show. I, it would have been like I think the second time that we would have had to cancel the show, and you saved the day. Dude, half the time we've been sitting here talking, I keep forgetting that we're on a show right now. We're on your show. You know, yeah. I'm sitting here just talking to my boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I've been thinking about it. Yeah. Well, that's that's the way I want it to be always. And uh, I, I hope people learned something from uh, what we were talking about. <coughs> so thank oh. you very much for coming on. And real quick for the show ends. Yeah. The new show is Paraprobe Uncensored. And it's Paraprobe, all one word, Paraprobe uncensored you can find like some of the newer episodes that we're doing on youtube okay. um, if you want to listen to our old radio show we're still on iheart radio and all that it's just go to iheart and put in paraprobe and our radio show will show up we have like three years worth of radio shows that's on there and you know what sooner or later you're going to get back on the radio i know you i mean you you've been it, dude we walked away from it we didn't quit it or yeah. we didn't get kicked out we walked away because we wanted to go uncensored and do the amazon prime thing exactly so, exactly yeah. So stay on a little bit longer if you can, uh, so we can thank you properly, and then also to critique your OnlyFans uh, page. But uh, yeah, it, it'll it'll be good. Um, so once again, thank you for being on the show, Chance. I appreciate it. Uh, hey, I love being here, man. I appreciate it, brother. Love you, man. Um, ladies and gentlemen, next week I believe we have Mr. Robert Robinson. Uh, legend tripper, uh, Bigfoot hunter, whatever you want to call him, a uh, Florida, Florida. I don't think he's Florida born and raised, but he's Florida based right now. And, uh, someone that I think chance should actually reach out to. Yeah. Because, uh, they will be doing a skunk ape expedition very soon from what yeah. I understand. <laughs> you better have that mask on, man. Cause I hear he's stinky. Oh, and, bro. It's going to uh, be a good time, man. I know. And, and then I believe we have um, someone else coming up later on in November. I only remember his last name, but I don't want to disrespect the man. Um, uh, he's He's got a new show, Living for the Dead. It's on Hulu. And it's, let me tell you, it's a good show. Uh, you guys should check it out. But. Once again, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I really appreciate it, Chance. Definitely thank you for tuning in and also talking to us and giving us your experiences. And we will definitely be checking you out on OnlyFans and, uh, you know, and Amazon as well. That's so, right. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. As I you end know you all... guys would crap if you looked up OnlyFans and found I was on there. <laughs> You'd be like, oh my God, it's really a huge celebrity. <laughs> so thanks again, everyone. And remember, uh next week we will have another show. And it'll be, I think, the day before my birthday. Yeah. Because my birthday's on, a, I believe, a Thursday or Friday. I'm not sure. But it we'll, is be Thursday, I think. It'll be Thursday. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we'll definitely have Mr. Robert Robinson coming on. And as I finish every single video, live life. Don't let life live you. And peace be still.